Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What was your most memorable Halloween? I've had a few. As yeah. an adult and as a kid. So we started talking about this because you got a text message from a childhood friend. Right. And it was about your most memorable Halloween. What went down? It was probably my first memorable Halloween. It was the first time ever I went trick-or-treating because I was always too scared until I was about five years old. Oh. I was dressed up like a tiger. And I made it about three houses until I saw an adult in a gorilla costume with blinking red eyes. And it scared me to death. Yeah. I turned around, I ran home, and I didn't go trick-or-treating for another two years. What? No. That's, Those are like the best years to go trick-or-treating. I know. I really had to like wait until I was like in double-digit years before I went trick-or-treating. That is so sadsies. Would your like parents and your grandma at least buy you a bag of candy so you could like feel okay about the other kids going out no you know what i got all the candy my brother didn't want to eat oh you so got I, those I got like, like the, taffies that are like yeah. wrapped in the orange and black i got like sugar daddies and junior mints that's all hey, i watch got watch out about the junior mints they're delicious <laughs> my most memorable halloween i was older uh-huh. and i was in college and i tried fireball for the first time oh yeah and i was at a house party and I ended up getting sick in their bushes. And I was so mortified that I then spent the rest of the night trying to convince everyone there that somebody else got sick. It wasn't me. I was like, did you see? Somebody else got sick over there. I wonder who it was. Look away. <laughs> yeah. Have you and drank fireballs since? No. No, that no? is the only time. I don't blame you. One and done. So what was your most memorable Halloween? It could be from when you were a kid. It could be when you were an adult. Whatever. 503-733-5105. When I was little and we were going trick-or-treating, this one house we went to, an old man answered, and he completely forgot it was Halloween, and instead of giving us candy, reached into his pocket and gave us pennies. (laughs) It was so sweet. Looking back on it, I remember being young and being like, well, this stinks. I don't have any candy. But looking back on it, I just, I feel so, like, heartbroken for him, but he was the sweetest little man. We had one house in my neighborhood as a kid, and they intentionally just gave out pennies. A penny a kid. Really? So they probably got out for, like, $3. Yeah, way cheaper than bags of candy. Right? <laughs> we would avoid that house and then the one with dental floss, because that's no fun. People actually gave you dental floss? Yes. So there was a weatherman that lived in our neighborhood, and he gave away tiny toothbrushes. Really? Yes, and I remember being appalled. I was like seven years old, and I was like, just because of that, I'm watching your competition. I can't support this. That's why you always skip the dentist's house. There was a weatherman. He didn't even know anything about dental hygiene. (laughs) Yeah, there was a dentist who lived in my neighborhood, did the same thing. We never went to his house. Oh. At least that makes sense. Yeah, he's a dentist. What about the weather? You know, it's not like he was handing out weather balloons. That would have been awesome. Should have been all sunshine and rainbows over there. We put it on our... Pretty much making everybody's house that was for sale no longer being for sale and taking their uh, their for sale signs and putting them in their neighbor's yard. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you were...
were doing this prank because if you tell me you were in your 40s, uh, I'm going to judge a little bit. <laughs> uh, probably from about 12 to 16. It was a good good couple of years during. <laughs> okay. I mean, that, as far as pranks go, the next morning when people wake up, they probably go and swap them back. You got to be careful, though, because I saw this thing. They're not just putting razor blades in the candy anymore when you go trick-or-treating where people are putting razor blades on their signs in their yard. What? So that if you go to pick them up, you cut your hand. Oh, that's terrifying. Yet again, that might be one of those, like, like you hear, like, somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody. Yeah. It might not be a real thing, but I, I'm very scared of signs now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that took a dark turn. Yeah, it did. No. My Facebook news alerted me of this. <laughs> I'm just glad I did it 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You probably couldn't do it now because some of those uh, for sale signs are super heavy and they dig them deep in the ground. It's because of people like him that they do it like that. <laughs> I don't know. Are you trying to challenge me? <laughs> Man, I don't have the strength or energy to do that anymore, so you win. <laughs> I've seen you get winded walking down the hall, Mike. It's true. It happens. And there's no judgment because I'm right there with you. Uh, what's your most memorable Halloween? It- My best friend's wife broke her ankle, so I take her kids trick-or-treating. They took me to this haunted house they all knew about. It was just a regular house in the neighborhood. But this guy makes you go into into his garage. And he makes all the kids go. It's like a little setup haunted house. And there were people in there grabbing your ankles. Oh, no. And tugging on your shirt. And when you had to put your hand in this big fish tank to to get the candy that it was at the bottom. And it was like, you couldn't see it. But when you stuck your hand in, it was like kind of like jello. And that was the scariest two-car garage I have ever seen. <laughs> see, I've seen ones for like, oh, it's a bowl and it's got cold spaghetti or peeled grapes. And they say that they're eyeballs. But once they start touching you, I am out. Yeah. I don't like, no. Mm-mm. Touching is not allowed. Reach for my cankle once and you're getting kicked. <laughs> well, and that's what happened because I actually had on a pair of capri pants. So my ankles were exposed and yeah. I had on tennis shoes. But And when they started grabbing my ankles, oh, there were some words that came out of my mouth. Honestly, yeah. I would probably scare them more than me if I had an exposed leg. They would be like, whoa, <laughs> is this a wildebeest? Why is, why is there so much fur? <laughs> Oh, it's funny because it's true. (laughs) I can vouch for that. How dare you? I am a delicate lady who doesn't enjoy shaving. (laughs) Way too much information. Whatever. I am am amazing. Uh, We want to know, what was your most memorable Halloween? Well, I don't know if it was memorable or not, but the pictures were really cute. I went as a little girl, so I had on white leggings, and then I had on, like, one of those long um, dorm shirt gowns, and I put my hair in big pigtails. I had my little Build-A-Bear with me, had a pacifier around my neck with a, on a ribbon, and then I had a, a real baby bottle, but in my baby bottle was uh, screwdrivers. <laughs> <laughs> And you don't realize that those three little pinholes that you put in the top of a nipple for a real baby, you don't get hardly anything out of there. So I ended up cutting off the tip of the nipple so that I could get my drink out of there. You need all that screwdriver. Yeah. Well, that's because, like, they don't want you to get gassy when you drink from a bottle. That's why it's a slow flow. Well, yeah, but when you're drinking alcohol and you're, you know, 24 years old, you want the alcohol. (laughs) You want it all. I gave it a good effort for 
probably a good 20, 30 minutes, I was sucking on that thing like there was no end. <laughs> so when I was a kid, my oldest sister, Bryn, the one who's uh, since passed away, but I remember she was six years older than us, and she was trying to be scandalous, mm-hmm. and she convinced me and my other sister that we were drinking screwdrivers when we were, like, really young, and she mixed Pepsi and orange juice, Ew. and it was so disgusting. <laughs> but terrible. I remember drinking it because I was like, oh, I want to be cool. <laughs> That just sounds bad. Right? The only way that could have gotten worse is if we brushed our teeth with it. (laughs) Sorry, I know that's random, but that's what I always think about whenever somebody talks about screwdrivers. (laughs) And even though I know it wouldn't taste like that as an adult, I still won't do it. (laughs) I'm mad Uh, at you. What's your most memorable Halloween? So we lived in an apartment complex my mom managed, and there was just this huge empty unit. So my mom got all of the, the adults that lived there with kids, without kids. Everybody participated. Like, they all all dressed up they decorated this entire empty unit from top to bottom and like all of the older kids participated and they would take the younger kids through with like a code work so people wouldn't like jump out and scare them and then they did a costume contest for like different groups of age groups for the kids and the people who didn't have uh kids were the judges so it was like stay impartial and it was just a really fun time that sounds great it does sound amazing did the adults go back and, and crash the party and have a cap off to the night later? Probably. I was young, so after that, <laughs> I had to go to bed. I have a feeling that place might have got trashed by the morning. It took a long time to clean that unit up when we were done, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure before I moved here, I lived in an apartment complex and they did this really cute thing where we did a parade with the kids through the parking lot and people would just stand outside and cheer. And it was like a reverse parade because the the adults were throwing candy at the kids as they were walking. (laughs) It was so much fun. I would love to have candy thrown at me. That would probably be my most memorable Halloween ever. So I was seeing this girl for about a week and she wanted to go with a bunch of friends into this abandoned building and it was called the Belchertown State School. Anyways, the only way to get in was to climb up this rickety scaffold and then crawl through the window where there was like glass. It was all very sketchy. It was about, I don't know, seven of us. So her, a couple of her girlfriends, their boyfriends and myself. And we get in there. The place is massive. It's broad daylight. And we actually got lost in the daytime because it's so big and all the windows are boarded up that it was completely dark. Anyways, I didn't believe in ghosts or anything like that. So I kind of just, you know, was laughing the whole time and thought it was a joke. And then one of the girls busted out a Ouija board from her backpack and candle. No, no, like, oh, never no. summon. No, no. no. <laughs> so I was still laughing. I was like, this girl's so corny. She's got a Ouija board and candles in a backpack. So that's not why it ended in a week. That was my fault, not hers. But anyway, so she pulls out the Ouija board and she asked all of us to put our hands on it. And she likes to do candles. And then so I'm still laughing up until the point where the, the like, little eyeglass thing on the Ouija board was moving. They were all claiming they weren't moving it. And I'm like, whatever. So I still thought somebody was moving it. But then the flames, they got like, I don't even know, five, six inches tall. And they stood Whoa. straight still. And ever since then, I believe in ghosts. And I believe in not tampering with uh, anything that's dead because... It was scary. It was terrifying. And yeah, I was like, okay, oh. there's so many things with your story. One, abandoned private property probably shouldn't trespass, you know, <laughs> especially no. if there's glass and other things. That seems like a bad idea. Somebody could cut a foot, you know, and then to try to summon the dead, that doesn't seem like a good idea. And you'd only been dating for a week. Like, yeah, that- this, this was the next day. This was like oh. pretty much our second date. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Had you tried the movies? Applebee's has a nice triple sampler product. Like I would have tried jumping through a window at that point. It, yeah, there's no rip way. Rip the boards off and get out. Why do they market Ouija boards for like kids anyways? They sell them with like the games. So there's like Monopoly, the game of life, summon the dead. Like what is that? I don't want to be anywhere near those things. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.